a fallout shelter somewhere under Seattle, Washington, is the show you've been waiting for. Get ready to join your hosts, John and Kenrick, as they talk comics, movies and more. Now here's Spoiler Country! Alright, we're finally back to Spoiler Country. We're back. I'm Kenrick Regan, that is Mr. Horsley, and that intro is going to freak out. All of our regulars out. Right, because it's a little different. <laughs> it's a little different. And the reason that I'm saying that is because we had a really cool day today. We got to go meet up and do the RenCon. Yep, in Tuckwell, Washington. RenCon 2018. It's the little con that could. It is. I mean, it really is. It's the third year, and they're just growing. And It's kind of cool because we're at... I went to the very first one, which I didn't know was the first one. Right, right. And then missed last year. But you went last year. No, I missed. I, this is my first time. Oh, that today. This was your first time. Okay, yeah, yeah it's my first and time. And then this year we we went. Um, they actually the, the comic dad guys, uh, Andrew and Egypt, very nice guys, reached yeah, out to cool. us through our Facebook page that I put together for our local podcasting groups here in Washington State. And they said, "Hey, we got this thing going on. Would you guys come out and, and do a couple things with us?" We we're like, of course. "Of course." So we got media passes today, which was great. So we didn't actually pay to go in, which is awesome. Well, I mean, and then they- we're 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 promoting the show, so it's not like it's, it's not they're getting nothing out of it. They're getting free promo. No, they're getting yeah, yeah, yeah. Out they're getting free promo to yeah. our whole one listener. Thanks, yeah. mom. Yeah, thanks, mom. And then two, um, two. my mom, two. Yeah. Oh yeah, actually three because thanks, Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Dennis. <laughs> and Casey, four. We got Casey, too. Right. I know. Like, it's just, it's, we're growing leaps and bounds. No, seriously, though. <laughs> we have, <laughs> we, we do give him some promo, and it's, and it's a lot of fun. But it was cool because it's, the con itself is still growing. So it's still tiny. So we're at the very beginning. Yeah, it's the a hotel forefront. con. Yep. And we're talking with people that are putting it together and they're asking us, you know, to do things, which is always kind of cool. And then on the top of that, they had a production company there to run. So they invited um, a multitude of podcasters to come in yeah. and live stream and podcast from the event, which is awesome. Cause we got to sit on a which set. Which was Awesome. A three yeah. They actually set up a set and a three camera setup. And we got to sit there and, and do our random talkingness and recording it with, with, you know, you know, changing camera angles, which is like, Ooh, this is fancy. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was very fancy. They, um, and I think the guy's name behind the, the, uh, the scene, the engineer was Aaron. Yep. Yep. And he was very nice and gave us all the raw files and stuff. We didn't have to bring anything. Right. I thought I was going to bring my own mic and my well, studio well, arm and my computer. And he's like, no. Home. Yep. They brought, they had everything. And uh, yeah, they, they did a good job. But all that being said, there was, for some reason, some snafu with our audio for like the first three minutes or four minutes. Right. Right. So we're going to add that, but we're going to. It's going to get right into it. We're talking with uh, Greg Smith, the Junior Braves of the Apocalypse. Because we like him, uh, and we bring him on when we can. <laughs> yep. Well, because he was there. Right. And we had talked about a lot and, of stuff with him. And it's kind of funny, because if you listen to the audio unedited, which you you won't, because I'm not going to put it up, but like, yeah. the first three minutes is Kenner and I talking to Greg, and Greg's mic is totally dead, not recording, and you just hear Kenner and I go, oh, yeah, oh, that sounds cool, awesome. And then Greg talks for a minute, and it's dead silence, and you hear just a laugh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's funny. What we should do is you should edit that out and just put it at the after the uh, outro at the, music at the very end. I'll, I'll do that. Yeah. So, so if people want to hear it, they can listen through the outro music and then and then hear the. Uh, all right. So at the, the very end, music. you can hear the first three minutes of us of Kendrick and I talking to a ghost. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> so stupid. And we'll have video uh, too. We'll have the video uh, up on our YouTube channel. Yeah, it was cool though, and 
But the thing is, the reason that we – okay, not the reason that we grabbed – we grabbed Greg Smith because he was there. He's fun to talk with. He's a good guy. And he's a local guy to our area. Yes, he is. He lives, so he it lives was close nice. to me. It's awesome. But BJ Shea in the morning, the radio uh, host of our local rock station, KSW 99.9, there, uh, been – that's like the oldest station in the world right now, I think. Is it? Feels like forever. it. Yeah, it's, I mean, they just – I don't think that's like the – Probably the only station on the FM dial in the Seattle area that's never changed their format. Yeah. I can't think of anybody else. Not since they've been KASW, Seattle's rock station. Well, KNDD has been, been pretty much the same since 89, but I mean, I think KSW is older. No, the end came out in 1991. Oh, well. Was it 91? I, yeah, I was in high school. I remember when, oh. they, when they started. Well, I was, I was two years off. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. But KSW yeah. was already the rock station for over 20 years by that time. Yeah, I know. They've been on forever. Yeah. So, point is, BJ Shea, he's a, he's a local DJ. He's um, he's a local celebrity. That's, he, that's what I... He does a podcast, too. And he does a podcast on Geek Fest. He, he was supposed to show up, and I guess they canceled at some point. I don't know when. And they're like, can you guys cover this slot for us? We're like... Yeah, sure. Of course we can. Of course. <laughs> of course we can. Can we sit in your set and have professional recorders record us on the video? Yes. We may be old yeah. and fat, but we're still, we'll still, we'll no. still go on video. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun. What, what did you think of the whole experience? Oh, the whole experience of sitting on the set and uh, and recording was awesome. I, I mean, I'm, I would yeah. love, to, I'll love to do it again. It was, it was so great. You know, so much fun just sitting there talking with you, talking with Greg, and just kind of doing our thing with and an actual set yeah. with video it was awesome. It was, I was a little nervous. First, at first. time ever for me. Yeah, I've never done nervous. anything like that. I was a little nervous at first. I was like, "Oh, we're gonna be, you know, have a video recording of us." Oh God. Yeah. But once I we wasn't started, nervous at all. Once we started, it didn't even I didn't even think about it. Yeah. Once you said, "Welcome back to Spoiler Country," I was like, "Oh, I'm good." <laughs> <laughs> I got nervous afterwards. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, like after we did it, I was like, "Oh, that was so weird because that we've never had it set up that way and yeah. had an actual production company." doing everything for us it's cool it's though. always just been you and i it's been a two-man show i mean if we could do that full-time that'd be a great youtube channel <laughs> right right but i'd rather do the uh standing yes desk. i'd rather have a standing desk than sitting down because the height's <laughs> then fat i wouldn't better. feel so bad but yeah. i guess it's kind of a kick in the ass that i need to get to uh lose my at least lose some weight yeah me too i'm like ah, i don't like the way i look i need to lose some weight <laughs> <laughs> I don't want I mean, to do so much with my hair, right? <laughs> or lack thereof. <laughs> but so, man, the gut was like, oh, no, I know, I know. So, what do you think of the show? What do you think of walking around the show today? I think Rincon has passionate people. They have a lot of volunteers. Uh, I think, uh, I think they do a good job with the resources and what they have. Yeah, they do. You know, I think everybody is having a good time there. Uh, I, we do such big shows most of the time, right? That it's refreshing to have a tiny show like that. It really is. I shouldn't say tiny, you know, I mean, it's just a hotel con, yeah, it's but a, they do a good job a good and they show. make it fun and they have like water everywhere, water stations everywhere to people to just get, start, you know, to get drinks for free, you know, well, which is, just, I think is, yeah. And they do stuff more like people there's, should there's be like doing the, that. There's like the prop making, like viewing area, you can view all these awesome props people made. There's. Cosplay yeah. areas. They have a a, a world premiere of a, a short movie they played tonight called Jameson. 
you know, they did a VIP party on Friday night that unfortunately we didn't get to get to go to. Well, we were invited. We just we we had other obligations. Right, right. I'm saying we we were invited to go. But we just for, I couldn't go because I had stuff. So, <coughs> hold on. <coughs> I'm like choking on my own words here. <laughs> oh, getting all choked up. Getting all choked up. No, <laughs> I had stuff with the kids to do, and you had a, a, a quote unquote work thing to do, and. Uh, uh, no, you know, I didn't have work thing to do. I had work to do. <laughs> yeah, sure. Jeez. Sure. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. A likely story, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I, it was it was awesome, and I I'm looking forward to tomorrow. It's it's a different kind of show. It has a whole different feel from going to like Rose City or Emerald City or even San Diego, yeah. obviously, because it, it is. It does. They I I felt like they incorporate more of the different geekery, yeah, so to speak, yeah, out there together. I mean, I not know, a lot of comics though. Not a lot of comics, which was kind of shocking. I was like, because uh, I remember the first year they had they had quite a few people that had comic books and a lot more toys. Yeah, and it was probably more like the Toy and Geek Fest. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Than what it's now. Now it's more pop culture, and yeah. uh, but they they don't. I don't know, man. They I I think they identify themselves well, and I don't know. I it's a it's a good con. It's a good local con to go have fun at right it's 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 low-key i mean it's a lot of cool I mean, there was a lot of cool people in cosplays walking around there was a really cool winter soldier walking around yeah that guy looked great and it was just i don't know i, I enjoyed it. it is it's different because i'm so used to the 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 cons with the big floor and all that kind of stuff but it's yeah. nice and refreshing to go back to a con that's just in various rooms on different floors of a hotel and it's just let's take the space we can do and do the best we can with it and they did a good job with what they had yeah they did a great job with what they had and you know one thing they do really well or Maybe it's not them as as, as a uh, as a unity as yeah. a unit, you know, as a team or whatever. But a con that size is really more the hardcore fans of that stuff, right? Right. And and it really is. I don't know. It's it's like everybody is very nice. Yeah. And you know you know what I mean. It's like everybody wants to be there. Everybody's want to hang out, and they're there for certain things, but they're not. I don't know. I, I don't know. It just very, a hard time. It, it was just very pleasant, you know. Yeah, it was pleasant. I mean, okay, when we went to San Diego Comic Con, there's so many people, and there's right. so many like security guards and people working. It's and just then chaos. The security guards are yelling at you, like, oh, "Keep moving, keep moving." And there was nothing like that. Like when I was getting my media pass, uh, I try. I talked to one of the people, and they're like, "Oh, you got to go up here." And they actually walked me upstairs yeah. to the room where I needed to go. And made sure I got what I needed to get. Yeah, it was, it was, it was very nice. All, all the helpers yeah. were super helpful. I asked a couple of questions, and if they didn't know, they took me to someone who could answer it for me. Would not just said, "Oh, I don't know," brushed me off. It was really nice. So there's a huge, there's a huge feeling of camaraderie. There you go. That's a good word for it. yeah. That's so, what I'm trying to so say. So big props Jesus. to the guys who run Rencon, everybody there who's working it. Yep. Big props to all of you. Yeah, yeah, and thanks a lot for letting us go there and and, and be a part of that and and really. It was cool, man, being able yeah. to, to stream out live like that. It was really neat. It was awesome. It was awesome. So you got a comic book signed today, right? I did. I got my G.I. Joe number one signed by the uh, the great Larry Hammer. That's right. And I who, didn't have- Who is a <laughs> kind of a curmudgeon. <laughs> I like him. I like Larry a lot. I, I like him because he's like, well, I don't mean that in a bad way. You right, know what right. I mean? He, no, he's, he's just, just an he's older just guy. And he's he, straightforward. Honestly, yeah. he is what he is. And I love it. Yep. Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, we asked him, hey, would you come on the podcast? He goes, you know, I just don't do podcasts anymore because I've done like 50 of them. And they all ask the same questions. So yeah. just go out there and listen to that. Right. He was straight, he was straight up honest. Like, I can respect that, you know. I must have yeah, loved to have yeah, him on I the show. Totally respect I, I respect that. that. But I did ask him a question about MASH. Yeah. And he went 
and he and he got into it because he was like, oh, that actually is a good question. Yeah, maybe <laughs> and I answered should. the whole and and went in and talked about how the set and and he had he said it it brought back a lot of memories yeah. of his time in Vietnam because the set was so realistic, right? And they made everybody dress in the uh, the fatigues that were worn during Kore- during the Korean War, right? Right, and they didn't they didn't there was nothing that was of modern era during the time of the shoot. It was all just completely era based and it was amazing and yeah yeah it was cool and he's a cool guy so he's he's as i've said before you know he wrote wolverine 50 which was the first book i ever bought off the shelves which is yeah you know and it's a cool looking book and my copy is packed away at my mom's house and i couldn't get to it so i actually called up hills of comics in auburn and I was like hey do you have wolverine 50 and they did so i went down to hills of comics today in, in auburn and, and picked up you a copy. finally went into the hills of comics well, i've been there before I, I went there before because it, it's right by, it's actually right by the train that i take to work every day <laughs> well we talked before and you're like i still haven't gone there no, no i've been there since then yeah i've been there since oh, then. okay that's good that's good but yeah, so, so they're went, good to, they're glad to see you yeah so i went in there and i bought wolverine 50 also i bought tegan because she was with me she saw this ant-man and the wasp uh young readers book and she just yeah uh, she lit up when she saw it so i bought it for her and she read it to me when we got home oh, that's cool. awesome so now I have another copy of Wolverine 50 that I'm going to get signed by Larry tomorrow. I'm also going to, um, he, he does like $40 nice. pencil sketches. So I'm going to buy a pencil sketch from him too. Cause I've always wanted one. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I like Larry a lot. I like his stuff. Oh yeah, dude. That guy was great. I mean, he was, I, I don't mean curmudgeon like he's an asshole. No, I know. He's, I mean, you, know he, you know what I mean? He definitely can be an asshole, but he usually has a reason why he's being an asshole. Right. Yeah. You know? No, I, I I don't know. I like those kind of people that yeah. are straightforward, honest. And you could tell he's got a little glint in his eye because he's yeah. he, you could tell he'll mess with you. Right. That's why I love I, I have uh, um I have him on Facebook with me and I love reading his posts because he's always very straightforward in his posts. I'm like, ah, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff. So back tomorrow. Back we'll tomorrow. do another one. Yep. And and I don't know if we have a live streaming tomorrow. I, I we do there is one, something on one, the calendar at for one thirty, but it's it. But yeah, but if you read it, I don't know if it's the live. I don't know if it's the same thing that we did today. Uh, so we'll have to find out tomorrow what we're doing. But yeah, but it's okay. Regardless, that's we're gonna okay. record tomorrow because I have I actually have two people that we're gonna talk to tomorrow in, um, lined up. Oh, nice. Who? Uh, so my my buddy Sam is an artist. He has a table there. Uh, so we're gonna talk to him about his work because he's not a comic book artist, but he's a He's an abstract artist, and I want to talk to him about, you know, why he's fitting in at a comic book show and what he, you know, his kind of thoughts of the whole thing, you know? Yeah. And, and then uh, my buddy Jamie, who's up from California, is there. He does covers for G.I. Joe, and he's an, he's an amazing oh, cool. artist. And he's up, he's up too, so I wanted, we're going to talk with him too. Nice. You know, not to drop topic, not to go to spin backwards, because you brought up G.I. Joe, right. Larry Hama is there, and if you guys understand who Larry Hammer really is he's actually a very amazing person he was he was he's a Vietnam vet he's a, a Japanese American yep is that right Japanese American yeah yeah and he was an actor he was on mash yep he's, but he's, he was in the Warriors. one of the coolest yep one of the coolest things Larry Hammer ever did and or one of the cool things that he's done not the <laughs> coolest but right. one of the cool things he's done is he is responsible? He's the what the core creator for all the back characters of GI Joe, like oh, Duke I mean, and Snake he Eyes. Wrote all the and, comics. I mean, he wrote, he created all. And the he wrote all those comics. comics. Yep, but it's beyond just the comics because Hasbro is it Hasbro or Mattel? Hasbro, I think it's Hasbro. I think it's Hasbro. Hasbro, the toy company that created GI Joe, <laughs> <laughs> went to Marvel Comics to say, "Hey, 
can you help us market these toys? Right. And the editor and Stan Lee says, yep, here's Larry Hama. And he f- fucking took that thing to the next level. Oh, he did. The reason and- that you got cards in the, in, in the, with, with your thing, with the, with the backstory and all their names and what they, what they did, that was all created by Larry Hama. Right. And he he does, he, he does a funny story on on some things about about the J.I. Joe movies, right? Yeah, and how he uh you know he was a he was a creative consultant for the J.I. Joe movies, and okay, cool. He had to read the script earlier, so that he talks about how he only ever sent back one note, only one yeah. thing in, in the J.I. Joe movies, and he sent it back over and over again, and it was because in the original script, Snake Eyes talked right at the end. So right. his only note for the entirety of the film that he sent back, he said like every week or every time they asked for notes was. Snake Eyes doesn't talk. Snake Eyes doesn't talk. That's all he sent back over and over and over again, <laughs> which eventually they, eventually they got the hint, you know, that Snake Eyes doesn't talk because they had him talking in the movie originally. <laughs> oh, man. Those lips. It was like, that drove me nuts. <laughs> why did you put lips on that mask? <laughs> well, why, why did the Power Rangers have lips on their mask? It's so, it's so crazy. It's like, what? Does it make any sense? <laughs> yeah. But I don't care about the Power Rangers. <laughs> I know. I know. But just I don't know similar. enough about them, but- Snake Eyes is like, yeah, I don't know, man. It just seems like, why would you put lips on Snake Eyes? <laughs> I know. What it's just hell? as bad as as Joel Schumacher putting nipples on the bat suit. And not on the Batgirl suit? I know. That's sexism. Wait, wait, wait. What'd you say? He put nipples not on the Batsuit, suit, bat not suit. on the Batgirl. The Batman and Robin suit had nipples, but the Batgirl suit did not. <laughs> like, I, I'm not trying to be a weird person, but that, that's just weird. Why would you put them on the men's suit, but not the women's suit? Right? What, what the hell? It just makes sense because uh, they wouldn't give him the rating if he did that. They pro- the, knowing the, the the movie raiders back in the nineties, they probably would have said, "Oh no, we got to put this as an R." Right? Well, because <laughs> men men's nipples are okay, right? <laughs> Whatever. Uh, so funny, man. Oh my god, I never. I don't think I ever. We've never. I know we've talked about yeah batman's nipples i don't know why we keep saying nipples. People talk, but there batman's, it is. People talk about batman's nipples way too much. Thanks to Joel Schumacher. Yeah, exactly. But I don't think, I don't think you ever brought up the fact that there was no nipples on the Batgirl suit. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that was know. Alicia Silverstone. That was that was, and it was. She actually looked good as as Batgirl. Eh, it was all right. But she, what, I thought she. What, you didn't pit, like her? No, because I didn't like her mainly because why the fuck was she Alfred's niece and not Commissioner Gordon's daughter? Oh, she was Alfred's niece yeah. in the movie. Yeah, she was Alfred's niece. Well, see, I didn't like the Joel Schumacher movie, so I'm like, I, I've, blo- I've blacked all that out. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. You, it never happened. It never happened. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was watching something today. Oh, I was watching The Big Bang Theory, oh, yeah. and Sh- Sheldon says the same thing as I do. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Joel Schumacher messed up the Batman movie. <laughs> so you're a huge nerd like Sheldon then. All right, got it. Huge I guess. Geek. Well, you know. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> I love that movie. I actually love that show. I watch it way too much. Like people do people make fun of that show and saying, "Oh man, they make so many." It's you're such a, you're not a real geek or nerd if you like that show. I'm like, whatever. It's it's, it's funny and stupid and campy. I mean, yeah, they're they're playing to the audience of people who they're, want stupid jokes about comic books and science, and that's what it does. It's fine, yeah, whatever. I, yeah, dude. There are like people there like are things. times in that show that I am crying. It is so funny. Oh, I know. I know. It's it's it's. I'm sorry. Thing the, is, like, the, like, the like, episode like where Penny dislocates her shoulder in the yeah. shower, right, and Sheldon grabs her boob on accident and she's like, what are you holding? He goes, it doesn't feel like an elbow. And maybe you should let it go. <laughs> I lost it. I mean, I, I just think, I, I don't know. 
I, I think that show's funny. It's like yeah, I watch it. Doctor Who and The Big Bang Theory are like the two shows that I watch when I'm sick. Nice, nice. And the IT Crowd. Those yeah. are like the three. IT Crowd. And then, good. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I always liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, anyway, no s. <laughs> yeah. So, should we get into this? Let's, yeah, let's get right in. Let's to jump the, in the con. Let's jump into yeah, the con. Let's jump talk in. Talking with head Greg. first. Yeah, maybe we should uh, maybe we should put a timestamp on this one to say when the actual interview stuff happens. Yeah, it, it's, we kind of rambled on this. Right, it's about twenty <laughs> minutes, and I'll put a t- I'll put a timestamp in the thing. All right, all right, guys, have fun, and we'll we'll see you soon. Yeah, see you tomorrow. A lot of kids love yeah. moms. A lot of that's cool. Did you get a chance to actually uh, meet with him, talk with him, or see the man, and, yeah. and as it were, press the flesh? Yes, um, press the flesh. Well, hands, you know. Uh, so yeah, no, he gives different. It does. (laughs) Now that you put it in that (laughs) weird context, thank you guys. Um, he, uh, he did an amazing, uh, uh, dialogue with the, I'd say like almost 800 of my new closest friends, uh, new besties. And, uh, then afterwards he signed, so to speak. Yes. Yes. He signed, (laughs) he signed books and took pictures with everyone that was, uh, there at the, at the event last night. So so, how many people were there? You think it, so the auditorium held 800 and at count at the, when they blocked or locked it off at that 800 mark, there was still, um, upwards to, I want to say a little over a thousand people, not, not waiting, but like they, they counted it up and there was a lot of people like, Hey, is there another event that we can go to? And there is there. He's, he's doing events all over the Northwest this weekend. So if you, if you like Errol, Errol Stein and you didn't get a chance to see him last night, you're not here at Rencon where you should be, go find him. He's uh, being put on by a bunch of the libraries around town here in the, I say around town, but all over the, uh, the Northwest. Yeah, the Northwest. The greater Northwest. Yeah, the uh, greatest Northwest. Uh, the Writers Guild is, is putting that on with the libraries. So, um, awesome. yeah, really awesome. as, a, as a writer, I'm, I'm pleased to hear that. First time being a pro at Rencon, or have you been here before? I, uh, so, a few years back when they first did their first, uh, their first show, I came here with my wife, uh, Ann, of Sweet Girl Designs, and we, we split a table and had an awesome time. At at Rencon number one and uh, lying in it was it was it was the Seahawks were playing that day and uh, a lot of people were running in and out to to watch the game because it was a pretty hot game. Comics football, comics Com- football. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was insane. And I can't you know, decide. what do I do? What do I- comics for me all the way. But <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. just me. So uh, so that was a that was a fun time. Uh, and then last year had other obligations, couldn't make it out. But uh, when this was year. do you know when the first year of, of Rencon was? years ago yeah three years ago when yeah. when book number one came out yeah this, this is the, this is the third year <laughs> oh I, I, so the first time i went i just happened to be driving through was the first time yeah, yeah. i just happened to be driving through renton yeah and, and he bought a pinball machine that you threw away recently yeah what yeah yeah i, I need bought, it so i, I need went, a pinball machine when there was at the red line in yeah i didn't know it was their first year uh, it was a nice it was a nice little show they yeah. had a, they had a cool um toy section mm-hmm. and i was walking through the section and they had a tiny toy pinball machine that oh, I had when I was like four and five years old. Nice. He called me from the show floor talking about it, talking himself into buying it. Or now I'm like, dude, just buy it. Yeah, just yeah, buy it. Bucks, it was buy 20 it. bucks, and I was just like, oh, my God, this, so many memories flashed yeah, back yeah. from being a little kid. So right. I'm like, I got to buy this thing. So I bought it. I bring it home. It's loud. It's obnoxious. The, uh, the foot pegs were missing. Yeah. He had to prop it on a book. Yeah, yeah. really properly use it. And then Ella, who was two at the time, she was like, ding, 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 ding. She played it like three times, but then she was like, it's too loud. And then she left it alone. And then it just sat, and I was like, "Why did I buy this thing?" 
Oh, uh, man. For the memories. Well, yeah. yeah, but the memories were gone by the time I walked off you the floor. You wanted new ones, man. You wanted new memories. <laughs> you, you get it for the moment. You, you live in that moment. That's We, we live every, every moment in those moments or a quarter mile at a time. Yeah. Vin Diesel. <laughs> You're blessed. Oh, my God. Face. Quoting Vin Diesel. Dude, they're my favorite movies. I love Fast and the Furious. Are they really? Yeah. I've never seen them. What? I've come over. The first, like, 45 minutes of the first one, I got bored and stopped watching it. I've never watched any other ones Out. on them. <laughs> no, come back. Come back. Come back. You got to watch Tokyo yeah. Drift. Come on. I know. Oh, my gosh. Dude. Just... I will come over and watch them, okay? But I have not seen them. Justin guy... does a great job with uh, making, uh, I want to say, one of my favorite mangas into a great movie. Oh, yeah? Yeah, well, I mean, Initial D, essentially, Tokyo oh, Drift is Initial D. Know, D. Okay. Yeah. So, Justin Lin did an amazing job. Wait, wait, wait. So, Fast and Furious wasn't, it came from a manga? No, 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 no. it didn't. He just, There's a manga called Initial D, which is basically what Fast and Furious, Furious Tokyo, Tokyo Drift is. is. Oh, it, when I saw that, I was gotcha. like, oh my gosh, I'm watching Initial D. This guy, <laughs> this, this guy binged the cheerleading movies. Uh, bring it on. Yeah, bring oh, it on. Oh, yeah, yeah. All five. <laughs> all five in a weekend. <laughs> I love all those dance movies, too. I can tell you it's my wife who wanted to do that, but it's had to be a lie. It was me who wanted to watch them. <laughs> Great stunts, all right. They do, they do. Come on. I'm not going to sit and watch Bring It On. Not five of them in a not row. Not five of them. The, fifth one, the fourth one was pretty bad. The fifth one was pretty bad. Really? Okay. <laughs> well, hey. I mean, they're all bad, but, you know. No, this is not the first time. How many times have you seen each one? Not, not a bunch. He's cribbing notes. The first, I've seen the first one a bunch of times, but all five probably made Wait, how did you get into these cheerleading? Daughters. My daughters do cheerleading. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. My daughters are notes. doing cheerleading. Doing they just cheerleading. started cheerleading. Last year. This is their he's a, he's a yeah. cheer dad. He's a cheer dad. He's What's making a notebook. First movie. I watched the first one. Be honest. Uh, probably when it came out. Yeah, and then how many times since then? Maybe. Okay, so you're going to tell me in two years you've watched it six times? No, I'm not. But I'm also married for 12 years, and my wife loves that movie. So. <laughs> yeah, so. You do. I've watched all the, all the other ones. Since my daughter if, started doing cheerleading. Yeah. yeah. If, if, if the wife loves something, you love something. No, I know. And it's Fast and the Furious. My wife loves Fast That's and That's why Furious. I watch all of the Desperate Housewives. It's because daily. I would draw the line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's other things I can be doing. Yeah. Well, the Real Housewives. <laughs> I'm going to stop talking now. <laughs> the Real Housewives. That's terrible TV. It is terrible. It's garbage it's TV. It's so shallow and just vapid. I don't know. I, I kind of enjoy it. Of it. Do you? <laughs> you might. You might be like, dude, it's... I, I don't know. I... I there's some movie, there's some stuff TV out there that I that for some reason you know like it, you, you shouldn't watch it. I mean, in a sense, like, oh man, there's other stuff to watch. But it is interesting sometimes to see a snap. You would never, never, never. It's true, but the real housewives, it's so, it's so fake. Yeah. What? Yeah. I mean. What? <laughs> no. All right. Sorry. It's so obviously fake. Why are we talking about the housewives? Comic Con show. I don't know. I don't know, but it's kind of funny. <laughs> I watch Big Brother, so I can't. I can't really. You? Watch, I don't watch. I love Big Brother. <laughs> the only reality shows I watch is like Pawn Stars, and, I, and it's just background. I don't actually pay attention. Yeah, that's, 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 that's what Real Hustle was. It was background while we cleaned. Yeah, and American yeah. Pickers. Oh, yeah. Like I watched that not one. love American Pickers? Like American yes. Pickers. Yeah, because yeah. it's just like, let's go into hoarding sh- houses. Improve. Right? Well, <laughs> so I was like, ooh, my grandpa had that. I have that. <laughs> my wife and I do that. Like, we'll, we'll drive through places, and we're like, oh, yeah, hoarders. There's a, there's, there's, what? Hoarders. I know. Well, shut up. Are hoarders. you hoarders? No, 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 no. Well, yeah, I mean, or, no, no, no. organized. Hoarders. the first. She's organized hoarder. <laughs> so I, I, I'm a hoarder. My name is Greg. I'm a level three. Um, this is a safe place, right? Hi, maybe, Greg. Maybe level I, four. Okay. <laughs> what did you say? You well, okay. You've seen the room that can't be open. Seen the room that can't be open. Okay. There's one the room, room that can't, that be, can't open, be open, and then the garage is clean it's now. It's called an office. No, no. 
Room. You got a plaque over it? Yeah, it's there's the a room there's that a room that says do not enter. And oh, it, do not enter. Yeah, it's yeah. the box room. The office is pretty boxed up too. Though. Yes, I know. I mean, but I write in there. Somehow, the, I door, know. the door half only half open. Do you, do you just have like a little aisleway through the boxes that goes straight to your desk, and then that's it? Hey, when you live with hoarders all your life, and you come from hoarding life, you know how to make a trail, and you know how to oh. walk it. I, I just moved recently. Same. Yeah. Okay, and we had our we opened up our garage. Yeah. We had a four day long yard sale. Oh, wow. Just to sell like maybe sixty percent of the stuff. Have you just ever a opened bunch a garbage? <laughs> yeah, it was great. Ninety nine percent of it, it doesn't belong to me. <laughs> ever open a box and find a dead animal? No, but yes, we, I have. I have. Did you see with my grandpa's stuff? Wait, what was it? <laughs> uh, it looked like a, a rat. For no, me. no, it was giant. It could have been. It, it could a have been like a. I don't know. Possum? It could have been a possum. Could have been a nutria. I'm not you sure. sure he was dead. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was. Was, it was faking it, was, it. No. No. I right. threw the whole box away. It was a Whoa. sad box. You know. But we did open up a box, and the first thing we saw was New Mutants number ninety-eight. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Nice. That's yeah. Yeah. Then X Force number one still sealed. Oh. <laughs> We're like, what? She. So Tafine had gone to a garage sale. Yeah. And, she, and this guy had like a like just like sixty cop, uh, comics in a short box, yeah. and he's like, yeah, I already went through all these books. There's nothing in there. She's like, great. Well. Can I just buy all you got for two bucks? Oh. And the guy's like, yeah. She brings it home. And she goes, hey, I just got these comic books. Can you look at them? Tell me if they're worth anything. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to them. This was six years ago, seven years ago. <laughs> we're living in Everett. We I'm moved. Like waiting. We moved uh, down towards uh, Maple Valley. Yeah, yeah. Right? And then she had Ella, and we moved to Bothell. Oh, my gosh. And so it just, the boxes Three kept times. getting lost and lost and lost. And finally, we were moving, we we're packing everything up now, and we open up the box. And the first thing I see is New Mutants number 98. So now you have two of them? Yeah, but we're going to sell one and keep the better one. That's so what you do. Good, good point, yeah. Good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was crazy, though. It was like, are you kidding me? You got this for $2? Yeah, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I bought a box of comics from some guy years and years ago, and, and it, was a, it was a bunch of junk, right? Yeah. But in like, the middle of it was a Hulk 181. What? what? The, the, the coupon was missing in it, but still, I, bought, I paid like 10 bucks for the box. Oh, my gosh. Dude, that's, like, that. that's like... Uh, if you're a, a classic car collector mm-hmm. and you hear the story of, I just saw this old man, I went to the barn and they uh, up the tarp and it was a 1970 Roadrunner and yeah. I just totally got it for a steal because the guy's had it in there forever. Just need, yeah, just need a little bit of gas. Just need a little bit of gas. The best for comics is when you buy the box on the scene and find something you know, later on. You're like, yes, I don't feel like I ripped them off and I got a good deal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Oh. Well, this guy told her I'd already gone yeah, through. Yeah, He'd yeah, already yeah. gone through everything. Mm-hmm. I was like, how did you go through everything and see that one? I mean, this is like 2012. It was... 2011, it was mm-hmm. Deadpool was well known. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it wasn't very like super popular back then. Two hundred dollar book still. Three twelve. Yeah. I know, I, I, I'm going to stick to it. All right, you can, no one's looking it up. Fact checkers, call in. <laughs> I'd allow to about fact checking, but I don't think I don't think you're right. Get a phone. It's Snopes. I'm not going to do it right here. Snopes. Yeah, Snopes <laughs> is going to have the value of uh, New Mutant number 98 in uh, 2012. Like, no, there should be comic Snopes just for that kind of thing. Comic like, Snopes or, yeah. or, or nerd Snopes, you know? Where there you it's go. Like, um, nerd alert. Hashtag uh, branded copyright. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, so branded. So yeah, no. The idea is that you know you get like to dispute the to get these disputes out. Yeah. Yeah. The comic snopes or, or nerd snopes. We should start that, right? Yeah. Ooh. You don't want Do we Johnny need him? starting it because he'll say no, just do us. it and he'll never. All right, happen. all right, all right. <laughs> ah, you're out. You're out, dude. Sorry. That's right. I'm too. Busy. My picture's gonna take over that spot. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> so you got Junior. Uh, what? Is there a camera on? They're all on. Oh, oh my gosh. Shit. I had no idea. So we got Junior Braves of the Apocalypse. Yes. Book one and book two. Book, book one, one and book two. two. They're back. Yeah, yeah. And then book three is 
uh, along the way. Five so, years? No, <laughs> five years. Oh, so, so the inside joke is that it took three years for book number two to come out. Book number or book number three, we're looking at a, um, a faster turnaround. Zach is uh, honed his style, honed his art. He's putting out some good stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and changed up some of his technique for how he's going to do uh, the next book. So we're looking at a, a faster turnaround, we're hoping, in uh, under two years, two years. So, nice, that's a good turnaround. Um, that's better than, better than three. And they're they're big books. Too. They are. Yeah, they're a big. It's like coming out a twenty-eight page comic book. Yeah, no, no, it's 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 roughly like two hundred pages. So um, a lot to write, and a lot it, to draw. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mike and I got the green light actually literally last weekend at Rose City from our uh, our our publisher, our, our editor from Oni. Uh, yeah, from Oni Press, and they're like, "Hey, um, we really like what you guys did with the change up of the script. We rewrote we wrote a whole entire book within like a month time that had been completed, and we're like, we're gonna change this up because we really want to make something different." Even though we already had a complete book. Wow. And brave. It, it is very brave. Yeah. Very junior brave. So, but our editor, we're, we're really surprised. It's not junior level. No, it's, it's senior level. Yeah. And she was like, yes. Eagle brave. Eagle this is brave. exactly what I was hoping that would come in the inbox. And you guys nailed it. And we're like, what? what? Right, so like, yes. And she's like, right then, I'm sending the email to Zach to start drawing. And I was like, ah! And I fell over. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I literally did. <laughs> Oh my God! So you got Junior Braves coming out, but you have another project as well. Uh, yeah, no, I'm working on this uh, this anthology project. Uh, I believe it's called the Eyes Anthology. Sounds kind of cool. Sounds kind of cool. Yeah. Hey, I'm in that. Are you? Hey. Yeah, I'm in that too. Guess, oh my guess, gosh. guess who's drawing my my story? Who's that? Scott Godleski of Copperhead and Superman. What, they just announced dude? it live yep. on this. We were, we were going to announce it on a special show. Oh, like drop the ball I, here. Blew live. my wad. I couldn't help it. But he, he did. Come on. He just blah, got yeah. it gotta say it this is a well, good it's place exciting to it's exciting place to announce. Who, who else is going on the book drew moss from also copperhead a bunch of other great nice stuff. yeah we got some we we got some crazy stuff so so everybody's you, life has gone up right yeah so the the level of how busy we are has very exponentially exploded so crazy i know i wrote my so story the, the like two concept, years ago no, yeah. a year ago <laughs> a year ago <laughs> i got whole? i got another another one in the in the hopper yeah, we might have a, nice. might have a third one. Uh, what? Three stories in one book? Two and a half stories. Two and a half stories. Two and a half. Two and a half. Mine's only three pages, so. Oh, okay. I only count it as a third of a story. I'm an eight-page guy. You're eight pages in length? <laughs> Man. Well, I'm a grower, not a shower, so shut up. <laughs> I don't know what that means. That's, that's why you got Galuski on your drawing yours, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> that looked real good. That looked pristine. But the whole thing, the whole concept, he was going to draw the whole book. Yeah, he was going to draw was the whole like, book. Oh, everything. We should but probably it, say what the book is. Nobody knows what the book is. Mine's anthology. So what's it about? Oh, what is it about? Oh, give us the pitch. You do it better than I do. Do the elevator pitch. You do the, you do the pitch better than I do. Here comes I do the, the, pitch. the pitch better. So, Ein's anthology follows a family for keep me honest, five hundred years. Thousand. Thousand Whoa. years through time, and Thousand years. Some of them are good. Some of them are bad. Some of them are neutral. Some of them hunt. Some of them run away. All from the supernatural. What? Monsters, vampires, monsters, vampires, monsters. ghosts, and even some zombies. Right. Whoa. So I did a Christmas story. I did a, 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 a as I write children's stuff. I did a children a child story, but then the next story is going to be more not so children. Not so children. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so he's been working on this. It's it's an amazing anthology. It's going to be how many volumes are you? Th- you're you're thinking you're going to do one big volume. But now you're like we need to break this up. Right. It's, it's, so as it currently sits, it's going to be at least two volumes. Mm. Um, I have at least I already have two volumes worth of. Yeah. Wow. As it sits right now, it needs to be ironed out, drawn, put into order and stuff like that. So as we're going through, he got all, he, we hired, he, well, not we, he hired 25 separate writers mm-hmm. 
put a call to action. A bunch of people came in, submitted a, bu- a lot of stuff from all over the world, from all different languages. It's going to be amazing because you're going to have all these different worldviews based on this family over a thousand years. But you're going to have people, you know, from the LBGTQ community mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to somebody in Chile, from somebody in, in England, from somebody in Australia. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're going to have all these different worldviews wrapped up into this family over a thousand years. It's going to be amazing. That being said, he was supposed to already be to market. Yeah, yeah. By but, now, yeah, but yeah, it he just right. it's so much work. I've been I've been telling him for a year. I'm like, job. hire hire artists, hire artists. No, no, no. I can do this. I can do this. Hire artists. Then he gets a promotion at work. I'm gonna hire some artists. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't have time for this anymore. I gotta hire some artists now. That's what happens though. Is life happens, yep. and you're you're making a creative project of some sort, and it's it's giant like this. It's tough. And, and you wanna you wanna ride it till the wheels fall off, but sometimes. A wheel falls off, and you need right. to patch it back well, up. The, the, I'm still drawing stories in it. I'm yeah. not drawing the whole thing myself. I'm yeah. coming in and drawing stuff now. You're yeah. The passion is there, and the, the I think the, um, I want to say the overall story is there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've also hired an editor, editor to come in and help me get, get things on yep, track. From Comic Jam, Casey from Comic Jam. Comic Jam, big shout out to him. He's awesome. I got to say, like, you, got a, you got a piece in there from uh, one of my friends and co-collaborators on another project, uh, uh, Travis Webb. So, Dude, Travis's which, story. He, I worked, so, Travis, was, Travis told, Travis Webb wrote a World War One zombie story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It takes place in World War One in the trenches, and it brings an American over to the war, the British side, and it's, he kept working with me, he's like, hey, I can't tell this story in eight pages. Yeah. Just write it where it needs to be, and he wrote it just to 18 pages, and he edited it down to 12, and he's like, it's, it's not any good at 12. I was like, dude, just go ahead and do a full 16. So he did a full 16 pages. Um, it's amazing. It was, it's been drawn up. Mine's only three. <laughs> we know, we know. <laughs> you three, I mean, he and Travis is just knocking it out of the park with that, right? So it's drawn by Greg Warrenchak, yeah, who's an amazing artist. Well, he penciled it, I inked it, mm-hmm. and it's being colored by Brianna. And I can't remember her last name, but her colorings are, are fantastic. Awesome. Turned in the first two pages fully colored, and the first six pages half like you know, roughed out. Yeah, they look amazing all together. It's great. So hopefully, we'll have a nice collected collaborative book, mm-hmm. and then volume one will be ready by this time next year and we'll be here next year it should be out it should definitely be out by next year yeah we're hoping to have all of the artwork done by first quarter of 2019 so we can spend the first, second quarter of 2019 editing it and put the book together that's cool that's that that is exciting. actually have a business plan for it love it yeah thank you casey Woo! yeah thank you casey he's been he's so casey our first episode came out july 3rd of 2017 mm-hmm. He's been a fan since, like, I swear to God, the minute that we released it. We didn't know who he was. Comment. I think he was the first one to, to, to like our, our post somewhere. Yeah. And he's just followed us ever since. Nice. And he's always helped, and he's always, you know what I mean? And then to come to find out, he's doing this whole thing. Have you ever gone on to comicjam.com and checked out their stuff? Uh, no. So what he does is he gets all these artists and writers together, and he, and he goes, okay, this is your topic. Go. And they do, like, a one-panel they vote on topics for each, for each week. Oh, whatever. that's yeah. awesome. A writer writes a page and an uh-huh. artist draws the page. One, everything is one page. Yep. And the whole point is to team up writers and artists with people they wouldn't normally work with. That is amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's really cool. He, he's like, he, he basically runs the, runs the website, run, he curates everything. You know, everybody votes on it through uh, just, I think they think it's Discord, chat, whatever. Yeah, yeah right. Discord. I'm a, I'm a member oh. of it. I've only done. I remember. I haven't done anything, though. I've written one story, which got half drawn, and the artist stopped drawing it. Mm. And I drew one story halfway. Oh, I drew one story to completion. And mm-hmm. That's all. But besides that, I haven't had time to. I mean, it's, it's a great project. I just mm-hmm. want to find the, dedicate more time to it like I would yeah. have. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty amazing, actually. Yeah, you should go check it out. I'm going to go check that out. I put that on my list of things to check out. Uh, at Project Nerd. You should probably wrap up. 
Time? About our time. The time? Uh-oh. Yep. It's about right. 11.43. Two minutes. We got two minutes. Two minutes to jam Wait, in something? Two what? minutes. Talk okay. about your other book. Which other, oh, which other book? A Blood and... Oh, okay. Well, I'll, I'll talk about... I'll, I'll give a little love to two things. So Blood and Gourd is a, um, a book set here locally in the Olympia area that Jens Lund had uh, created and writ- written. He brought me in to do a little uh, see, consultation and some other stuff for the Kickstarter and for the, the rest of the book. Uh, as you nice, put nice. it out and uh, just been been along for the ride with him, uh, coming out beautifully. He's got Jonah Sharf who's worked on Power Rangers. And, um, I, what is he doing right now? Remember all the titles he does. Epic stuff. He, he Planet of the Apes. Google the Planet name. Of the Apes. Yeah, Jonah Sharf and uh, Frank Gamboa doing the colors and stuff like that. It's an amazing. Nice. Book. Awesome. It looks beautiful. It's very like creep show meets like pumpkin head. Creep show. So oh. it's a, it's a lo- uh, love story to the eighties. And then uh, Ryan Fisher, I'm not sure. I think he's a friend of the. Ryan friend Fisher, of the yep. Of course, Light Lullaby. Yeah. And then he's he's got a new book coming out, Night Crew, and uh, and I, I got a, a little side project that goes into that. That uh, when. Awesome. Yeah. So he he tapped me on the shoulder and said, "Hey, could you do this?" And I, it's been a while since I've written straight up prose, <clears throat> so I'm doing a sci-fi prose. Cool. For him, so. awesome. All right. Well, awesome. Thanks, Greg, for for joining us Thank today. You so much. Johnny, thanks again. I'm going to give you a big hand yeah. handshake. Give you guys handshakes. Thanks, yeah. Rencon, for giving us this opportunity. Thank you, and we'll see you guys next year. Awesome. All right. <laughs> Welcome back we to back? Spoiler Country. Are we on? We're on. We're live. live? Do it alive. All right. So that was our awesome. live streaming event. We actually have fucking video. Yeah, I can swear now. We actually have video for YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Here at Rencon at the Inner Urban Hotel in Tukwila, right off of Andover East Parkway. Yep, which is a... I always thought it was a bad part of the neighborhood, but I guess it's not. I don't know. No, they've been doing a lot of re, I don't know, gentrification, I guess you could say. Right. Word. So, yeah, it's, it's uh, that was fun. That, doing the uh, the yep. thing in the room, that was awesome. I want to do it again. <laughs> yeah, we're, doing, we're actually doing another event tomorrow. Yeah, it should be awesome. At 1.30. Our time will be a live stream, so if you're here at Rencon. Come to the room and watch us live in yep. person. Yep. Or watch, um, watch on the streams. Yep. Or, you know, just uh, come and check it all out. They, they actually did a really good job. It's It's... It's high energy, low key. Yeah. Um, everybody that helps you in the con is very, very nice. Yeah, it's it's no spread off. Security guards are yelling at you. No one's pushing you out of the way. No. Yeah. No. It's it's uh it's spread across three floors. There's like a an artist alley area. There's an area for vendors. It's, uh, there's only one comic vendor though that I could see. Yeah, yeah, which is which is which is funny. But I mean, it's it's just I. It feels like the more cons are now, the, the less you're seeing comic guys out there. I know, and as much as I don't, I, I okay. First, I feel bad saying this out loud. Yeah. Like I want comic cons to have comics. I love digging through comics, but I haven't dug through a comic box in like two years for really and really had an interest in something I wanted well, to buy. You know, the thing is, is it feels like things have flipped. It yeah. used to be you come to a con and you'd get good prices on comic books. Right, exactly. Now everything's so overpriced, just like I can you can be there, you can go look at Amazing Spider-Man who it's one pick an amazing Spider-Man from the 121. Seven. Sure. Death, Death of Gwen Stacy, one twenty-one. Yeah, sure, you can see that the comic books on you know at the con, and they're going to want like five hundred bucks, and then you can go to eBay, and it'll be three hundred. Right, exactly. It's it's like con- what is going on? <laughs> and that's probably why I stopped digging through boxes at cons because unless you find the good a good vendor who actually has good prices, it's always yeah. so expensive. Well, well, okay. Prime example: San Diego Comic Con. Yeah. We were looking over for Warlock because Mike Grell was there. How many t- Warlord? Yeah, Warlord, not Warlock. Warlord. How many different prices did we find on Warlord number one? Oh man, I found one for five dollars, for ten dollars, for eighty dollars, for fifty dollars. I was like, 
This is a $10 book in mint on eBay. Yeah. Why are you selling it for oh, 80? Yeah, oh, cause, cause, cause Grell's there. Cause Grell's here. Man. That's a, an eight time markup for a mint book and this book's not mint. No, no. Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> back to Rincon. <laughs> We're bad about that. Yeah. Rincon has done a very good job. The guys that put this together, Comic Dad, the podcast, those guys are great. They're, yeah. We got to walk around with Egypt. Yeah. We got to walk around with Egypt. He, they, they're um, the official quote unquote podcast of of Rencon, they do the Apple high energy, awesome. very high energy, good guys. Um, yeah, I think that's yeah, that's. I mean, that's a show for this one. We got more coming tomorrow. It's been fun. I, I had a great time here. So while we were there, and, and you were like, "Greg, tell us what the book," I was like, "I wanted to do our outro," uh, and then you were like, eh, and then he wouldn't stop talking. <laughs> well, that's what happens with Greg. Greg won't stop talking. <laughs> Greg so, Smith, do the outro now, Greg. There you Ooh. go. Hey, we are heard everywhere. Podcasts are heard. Go ahead, John. I'm going to go ahead and walk away now. <laughs> All right. You got, you got five minutes here? All right. So you can talk to us on Twitter at Spoiler Country. You can talk to us on Twitter at Spoiler Unsure Country. Email us at SpoilerCountry.com. Hit up our website, scpod.net. Hit us up on Instagram. Hit us up on Facebook. You can call us at 707-656-2080. And again, 707-656-2080. You can call that. Leave a voicemail. We will do something with them. We've just been so freaking busy. We haven't done shit with any of the ones. So thank you who has called in. Yeah. But So Dennis Karen, things do happen with those fucking voicemails. So shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> go back to your your corving crap. <laughs> Whatever. We love you, Dennis. We do love, we do love you. We do you. And then that's, that's, I mean, if you're in Renton tomorrow, sorry, if you're in Tequila tomorrow, come to Rencon. We're here. You'll look for two fat, fat white dudes with a camera, or with not a camera, with a microphone. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be wearing my Spoiler Country t-shirt because I care about our podcast and ordered one. <laughs> I'll be wearing a hoodie of, of some, pro- probably a band. <laughs> there you guys Although, go. Although, actually, I, I, I thought about where I bought, so in Rose City, yeah. I bought a Rose City Comic-Con jacket. <laughs> Did you really? I almost wore it. Too. I was like, it's probably bad form to wear the jacket to another show, to a show, so I won't do that. I'll, I'll wear my street light like these smaller ones I know, really I like the big ones. I like, I like small shows. Oh, Larry Hammond's here. Larry Hammond's here. I'm mean, actually, after the... Blah, blah, blah. I can't talk. I'm excited. <laughs> After we're done with this real quick, I'm going to go talk to him and see if he'll do me a sketch, and I'll pay I'll, 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 I'll pay him tomorrow for it. Nice. Well, there you guys go. Don't forget, open your mind. Read more. See ya.
Nice, nice. You're here coming on to do this. We should bring Greg on here. Greg's a good friend of ours. Right. That's right. And you're here promoting Junior Braves of the Apocalypse with the uh, amazing bookstore that is Barnes & Noble. We said we'd say their names three times, so Barnes & Noble. Barnes & Noble. There you go. Three times. We've we've completed our contract. We've still got two more. (laughs) We've done our part, though. Yeah. You're local to here, so. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. That's really cool. So 19th floor. What room is this? You're on the second floor. You're on the second floor. We're on the 19th floor right now. Greg Smith is on the second floor. Come by and see him. Oh, wait, no, you walked upstairs. <laughs> Steps in. So, important. you saw a pretty famous author not too long ago. Like, literally less than 12 hours ago. So, who was this amazing person? Really? I was already too old for R.L. Stein. A little more into your... Are so quiet. We, got, this is, we have professional production going on today. Don't, you know, listen to what Aaron tells you to do. You'll be all right. I read, I read That's those. awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Many a book report on Choose Your Own Adventures in Junior High. <laughs> I did that, too. It was very easy. Find the quickest path to the end. <laughs> oh, I died. <laughs> it's one of the few books that the main character died. <laughs> yeah. 